0: You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far on this no, 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 Oh, you are no, such a no, 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 suck-up. No, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This, this is the Jabberknocker
1: Podcast. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jabberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestlemania. Alongside for the ride is a man that I saw in a car earlier and saying to me, Hey, Nestlemania, do I have your attention, JC?
0: And now, the return of the greatest. WWE superstar of all time, are you ready for an evolution? Please welcome back Eva Marie. WrestleMania. What a comeback! There's a tease for you, Eva Marie. Finally, will be returning to Monday Night Raw, and I have to say, WrestleMania. There's been a big void in wrestling the last. I don't know, however many years it's been, five, six, seven, maybe, I don't even fucking know. But it's been a void that is now being filled by the greatness of Eva Marie.
1: Uh, we'll talk about it more later in the program. That's all I'm going to say. The best. Depending on what you ask. She's the best. The best in, in certain situations, I'm sure. We can, we can mark that into She's a certain category. Anyway, there's no other better way to start this show than in the shine. So let's start officially in the shine with your girl, because she's always in the shine, right?
0: She was. Uh, she was on Raw and was also great. We got. I mean, Raw, you talk about an overload. But that's a discussion for another day. But fuck Raw. We're not starting on Raw. Fuck Raw. Get the fuck out of here, Raw. We're going to SmackDown, WrestleMania, And we're going to start off with... There were some new things on Raw. But the something new on SmackDown was the best something new. And that was Roman Reigns' new music, WrestleMania. People have been begging to get the Shield shit out of here forever. They finally did. I'm curious your thoughts, but uh, I really like this music. I think it fits him
1: well. I thought it was bumping. I thought it was great. I, I did not hesitate for once. I had to listen very closely because it seemed very like faint. It didn't seem like it was an overpowering song. So I kind of wanted to turn up the volume on it just so I could really get a gauge of it. I'm sure they will send it out to, to YouTube or whatever, but you got to imagine they're going to tweak it for a while. They're going to try to like add things, take a snare drum out of here, do things differently every once in a while because it's never going to be the official... Song until it's you know whatever. But the one thing I did read, I don't know if it came from Paul Heyman interview or Roman Reigns, wherever it came from. But it's basically saying that Roman Reigns worked on this for six months with this thing, so he must like it. If he worked on it for six months and had that feeling of like he has that like little bit that little hint of mafia in it, that little bit of like I'm I'm the guy at the top of the food chain. I could have you whacked if I wanted to, kind of mentality and. The other thing too that I was thinking about it was the, from a presentation standpoint, you look at it like this. Every time, literally, like since he was literally on the scene, what do you and I do when we say that we go Burn it, it, Burn it? you know. Burn it,
0: damn it, damn it. I always picture your brother like banging the drums. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's Kenny. Kenny will always be banging the drums because it's just like the stupidest fucking intro to things, but it worked, right? Um but for the what was that for the better part of I think like eight ten years now it feels like he's been that the guy, but so now you changed it with the the music and I think it's very apropos because this is a different Roman Reigns since August I think we've done a really good job we at least well I think we have on this program talking about the in and outs of why it works and. I'm really excited for it because I think like he has the gold glove. He took his vest off. He takes the music. He's shedding things. I I would imagine eventually that the you know the gear would change. Like overall gear would change. Um, little things are gonna just continue to evolve, and I'm happy for him because honestly, it made me bump, but it also made me go, I like it. But I think because people are so upset by it because they think it's stupid, it just adds more to the mystique. It adds more people to like people do like everything. change. People don't
0: like change. We talk about this, I feel like, all the time. It's just, people don't like change. It's, it's, it's a good song. It fits his character much better than the other song. And this is something that when you were talking, it kind of it kind of clicked for me. Um, it's because Roman Reigns, obviously, has always been put in a position like he's one of the greats. And I think since August, like you brought up, with this slow change into where he is now, like he is finally cementing himself as like, oh, no, no not only does WWE feel like he's it's good and wants to tell you this good, he actually is that good. And there's, like, obviously, I've been, like, and you have as well, like, big, like, with the respect thing with Roman Reigns, one of the best, like, he was, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't matter. Like, get why people are frustrated with him, but he actually is this good. But now it is, like, without a doubt, like, he is on a completely different level than anyone else on that show. And it's and, and in his own way, especially because they finally let him just do it. And that's why when you said it there, it's like, oh, yeah, no, Roman Reigns has been working on this music for six months. I'm like, yeah. Here's the thing about Roman Reigns that makes him different than a lot of the other people in that locker room. Nothing changes unless if he wants it to change. So the reason why his music hasn't changed is I'm sure they've been throwing stuff at him since this new character. I can picture him sitting on his fucking couch with with Lapdog and Eamon there being like, nope, this one sucks. This one sucks. This one sucks. Until finally he got this and he's like, I can work with this. And it just, it's it's fitting. Everything about it is fitting. And to get into the nuts and the bolts of what actually happened on SmackDown, obviously, we had the big championship match with Daniel Bryan, where Bryan uh, lost, he goes, see ya, dink! Um, and you know what? They built to it all night. They made it feel like a big deal. I love when they have this. When you have, like, a big title fight on the shows i love when they make you feel it like with the different types of segments the hype the things it's just like that's how i feel like when you watch a uh, pay-per-view for any sort of like big fights like you watch a ufc event they're hyping up the main event all throughout the night you watch any like sort of boxing it's the same type of thing so i like when you have this on a smackdown it's a big deal and they treat it like a big deal and then obviously in WrestleMania, we get to the match and i don't know about you but i thought it delivered and then some
1: I was very, 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 very excited to see it because obviously I like both of these guys. I think they're great, and obviously I'm downplaying how much I like Daniel Bryan, but um, obviously, pants were off. Yeah, as, uh, as our boy Adnan said on Monday, the pants come off. It's go time. So uh, that's time.
0: Love it. What a line.
1: Yeah, that was. <laughs> I can't even. Ray sent that, and I just went, oh, Jesus. Anyway, um, I was very excited to see this match. I thought they, like you said, over delivered. I love that it was a longer match because it started roughly around 920. So we got a little bit. I mean, obviously, you had to sift through the commercial breaks and stuff like that. But Roman I thought it Reigns'
0: 10-minute entrance. Yeah,
1: he's the undertaker, man. He just does what he wants. <laughs> yeah. So, he, you know, Brian worked the arm, which I love because, you know, it kept like Roman Reigns can't punch with the arm, you know, because he's Mr. UA get a punch. And that was fine. The spear through the barricade was a nice little touch that he missed and went through it. I thought that was great. Um, I just love the idea of, like, Daniel Bryan didn't quit. He passed out because, obviously, maybe faces can't just tap out. So there is some wiggle room there to bring him back if you want. Now, clearly, obviously, have everybody, and every, and especially one particular NXT superstar, Johnny Gargano, has been hoping and praying that Daniel Bryan goes to NXT. I'm sure your boy TJ, talking about pants off, is hoping for Daniel Bryan. But we'll talk about that, I'm sure, maybe later. I don't know. But for me, I don't know where else you put him. I mean, you put him on Raw. I don't know. We've seen that all before. Who knows? But uh, if it's NXT— I
0: would—so we'll qu- I'll quickly get my thoughts here. I think that he's going to take a break uh, in the short term. Um, but I think when he does come back, I mean, maybe he makes an appearance in NXT, but I do think it'll be like, he'll just go to rock. Cause at that point you're going to need more of a shakeup. You're going to need something. Maybe hell, maybe Lashley's still champion and you need another baby face for him. To face. You know what I mean? I just, I think he'll just, I think he will eventually pop up there, but I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see Daniel Bryan to the earliest SummerSlam, but maybe even beyond that. Because, you know, he's he's pretty much said, like, the last couple years, like, he signed his new deal, he's like, I'm going to be more of a part-timer, I'm going to take time off, I want to do other things, he's like, I also want to do more stuff backstage, we've, like, read a lot of things about how he has a lot of influence on SmackDown, including his boy who actually came into play in this main event uh, after the match, but... I I want to echo all your statements on the match because I thought it was well put together. It was well done. If it wasn't a TV match with all the commercials, it probably would have been a match of the year candidate. But unfortunately, with the commercials, it's really hard to sell it that way. But um, obviously, you know, Brian gone from SmackDown that leaves Cesaro by himself to take on this mafia-style family of um, Roman Reigns. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes because it does appear that Cesaro is right there in line, but. Man, does he have a tough hill to climb because, you know, he's still got the Uso there. He's still got Heyman. He's still got the influence with uh, your girl Sonia and everyone else. So it's going to be interesting how this storyline plays out now without Daniel Bryan in it.
1: I am slightly nervous because I feel like we've talked about this last week, but I was kind of hoping that it would be like money in the bank would be Cesaro. You know, like we get like a month or two before we get to it because <clears throat> he did an excellent job of like making us wait for it. And I don't I, I'm sure people are going to disagree with me. And be Like, yeah, I still does not know what he's talking about, but. Well, yeah, obviously. So, whatever. Here's the thing I don't, and this is just me. I, I, yes, the WrestleMania win against Seth was a big deal, but I don't know if it's like you win that and then you go into the championship pitcher. Like, I feel like he needed like another cemented kind of thing. Like, give him like one or two more big wins that I would have preferred to see him in, and then I'd be like, okay, now, like, if he was a Money in a Bank or a SummerSlam, like down the road, then yeah, you ride that tidal wave. But I don't know. Maybe they're just they're thinking, like, what else are we going to do? It's hot right now. we got to do something because Roman Reigns has literally eaten up most of the locker room. You know, I mean, that's so that's that's what I
0: that's what I like. So this is so let me just play this out because I don't know. This might have been a hope of mine um, previously or like a bonus hope. But I still feel like that. Um, I don't think Roman Reigns losing that title anytime soon. So I see this as an opportunity of like, let's Cesaro feud with the top guy. Let Cesaro look really good and probably have an incredible match in a pay-per-view with the top guy before Money in the Bank. So then after he loses, what do you do? You have a guy that was built top, had the big WrestleMania moment, and then lost at the pinnacle. Well, guess what? The best part of Money in the Bank is you can immediately throw him in that mix and he has something to do, and he can still win it. And whether it's holding on to it and cashing on Roman later, or if maybe they do a shake-up, he goes to Raw, cashes in over there. I think this is just like an appetizer, because like I said, I think the parallels are there, and that's why I think Daniel Bryan has a big hand in this. I think the parallels are to him. It's like you have to see him fail, fail, fail. So when he ultimately does succeed and have that moment, it'll make it even more special. Honestly, I think it'd be stupid of them to have Cesaro lose before they do, or Cesaro, excuse me, win the title before they do it in front of a crowd if they're ever going to have him win. Like, wait for the crowd with this guy. Like, we talked about McIntyre or whatever. And then, no, the pop, the crowd pop have a babyface win is fucking cesaro as we know one of those big crowds so i think this is just a nice teaser for it to let him show he's got prove that he can hang with these guys and i think these next couple weeks are important without daniel O'Brien because you know you've been critical about that different melt pieces for cesaro well now he's alone now he has to speak for himself so now it's sink or swim for the swiss uh, superman so i think that's an interesting thing to watch but i still think this is one of those moments where he's going to get close and lose and then eventually get back into the Money in the Bank thing. So I think I think the way they're doing this, as of right now, just projecting where I think it's gonna play out, I
1: like it. Okay. Anything else in their shine? Is it on SmackDown? Is it on Raw? What do you got?
0: Uh, my other big piece of shine this week is uh, what's been the big piece of shine since it started, and that is RK Bro because Riddle continues to dominate twenty twenty one. His backstage segment with the Viking Raiders, like man, it's just every single week. It's like, what else can they have him do? And then they put him backstage with someone else, and it's more magic. You could literally put him back there with a broom, and it'd be magic. Never mind, like, a lot of these other characters, like, he plays off them so well. That was absolutely gold. His interplay with Randy Orton is just so good. I'm actually starting to enjoy them in the ring together, too. You know, the more they build up some chemistry, you know, maybe I'll hit on this on my hope later. But it's getting kind of fun, so I wouldn't mind them dragging this out a little bit. But, I mean, look it. They had a match with Elias and Riker. I didn't fucking absolutely hate him. I didn't fast-forward it. So that tells you all you need to know about RK, bro.
1: So the, the, the backstage promo for me was was gold. I love the, what, are you the Vikings? Do you share for the Raiders? Like, I, that one, like, I was, <laughs> and then then like, then like he's like, gotta go, sexy guy, and then drives away, goes, Randy, and then starts talking to Randy, and then Randy makes him, like, you know, stop talking, lock it up, and give me the key. Like, I, I was like, this is an adult talking to a child, and I'm all for it. Like, that's exactly how it feels. Like, And and being a dad now, like, I totally get it. I think it's hilarious. But the match itself was, you know, more of the showcase for them, which obviously they need to start racking up some wins. And and that was the other thing too in the promo when Randy was like, we have one win. (laughs) One win. So now they have two. Now they're you know, obviously the second match was not really against a tag team per se, but at least the chemistry's there. I felt bad duo. Yeah, they're a good duo. I felt Elias felt I felt so bad for Elias because he got crushed in his head. With that fro- floating bro at the end, but you know it is is what. It, I, come on, I mean nobody deserves to get hurt. Although somebody on Twitter, I'm sorry I don't have your Twitter handle right now, right available, but said they should be like Elias should come back with the uh, Undertaker mask. I thought that was awesome. Like just the idea of like Elias with a face the mask. Yeah, have him have him come back with like the Kyrie black mask. It would be great. Like just something like stupid, the, like a facial protection. Would be like I've got to protect my moneymaker, and then he can't sing properly. It'd be great. Like that's that's what I want. Anyway. I enjoy this tag team. I think it's great. I think, obviously, we're, we're doing baby steps here. Um, I do worry that, again, WWE decides things very quickly, and they think, oh, well, Almost and AJ don't have anything to do. So we're just going to have these guys feud with Almost and AJ, and then they're going to win because th- what else do you do in this situation? So I am slightly nervous because you have the potential. I mean, potential is the strong word here. Potential to get RK. RK bro over to an extent of like not necessarily team hell no, I don't think, but I think you, you could you could get him in the same vein of like this is just fun to watch for months and months and months and months. But I don't know, I, I do worry with the the, the lack of the, the tag team division, especially with something that happened later on in the program. Well
0: so that's actually where I want to interrupt you because another big piece of my shine this week is that and they made an effort to really sell it on commentary, is that building a tag team division. It's not there yet, but it's like obviously you have the new champions. You obviously they they took on the new day whatever that was not great but it's at least you have those two so now you have RK bro you have the Viking Raiders who have returned you have the Lucha House Losers but we're not going to talk more about that later they're an actual tag team I don't like them but they're a fucking tag team there it looks like they are breaking up Miz and Morrison they're not really a team they're more of like the duo kind of like Elias and Riker but I think like with what Elias and Riker have been doing I think you consider them a tag team they're obviously like the former hurt business guys it looks like they're being broke up but at least up top there you have AJ almost the New Day, the Viking Raiders, and RK Bro. That's a big four, which if we look on Raw the past, I don't know, long fucking time, there's been like maybe two teams at once. So to have like a big four, it's like, okay, it's at least like, we're at least on the level where SmackDown has been, where there's at least enough teams where it's like, okay, there's enough like teams here that I enjoy watching that it's an actual thing. It's still not enough, but I do want to commend them on it. it seems like, they, I think they're starting to realize that there's so many things you can do with tag team wrestling and with tag teams, like why not actually build it and like put some time into it? So I hope that it continues because, like I said, I, oh, yeah, I even forgot T Bar and Mace, like they're a tag team and they're, they're a you team that could, I them. think would. I, well, I think they're a short term team that would be a good feud with RK Bro. I think that would be a good thing because I think it would be a good matchup to maybe delay the inevitable AJ and Ole Miss, um feud, which I mean, that I'm all for that down the line. But I think AJ and Ole Miss need to get some wins before they take on RK Bro too. So I would, like you said. Them to stretch it out. Who knows what they do? We know know how that goes, but I just I think that I do want to commend Ron actually trying to build the division because as you know, if you listen to this program, we both love tag team wrestling. We both are excited by tag teams, so it's nice to see WWE putting some sort of effort into it because normally they put no effort into it. So we're at least like I that is shine for me this week because. There's a little bit. There's some light shining through that door now. Now we just need them to bust it open and run with it because there's so much they can do.
1: It's hard because I just think they don't necessarily care enough. They they get like disenchanted with it every six months. It's just whatever, and they move back into like old habits. So I get it. I get it. But it's just not, you know, as a viewer, you're like, you know, you're taking away something that is like, you know, when you do, when you talk to somebody that's in a tag team, they say it. When tag team wrestling's done correctly, it's better than anybody in a singles match because you can just 100%. do so many things better. You can do so many. Hundred percent. So. I don't know. I just, the focus of it is just, it, it boggles me. It boggles my mind. It does. Well, but this again. is the
0: positive step, Nestlemania. Positive step. We're in the shine. Positive step. But speaking of shine, I got none left. I don't know if you do.
1: I was trying to piss through my notes real quickly because all I could think about was there's a lot of guff we got to get through. And not Guthrie, Roy Harford. I'm talking like guff, guff, like a lot of crap. Um, so... You know, I, I will say this much: like there is something in there that I wanted to to say on this program. I thought Damian Priest and Morrison had a really good match.
0: It was a good uh, match. I thought yeah. that,
1: besides the the uh, Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns match, I think this was either this was a combination of like this was the match I was going to go back if I didn't watch the SmackDown match. This was to be the one to watch in Raw three hours. I think that that was in a world full of crap. This was relatively good, and I thought that there was at least a, a little bit of realism in it and a little bit of kung fu in it that I really enjoyed. I thought that it was just. It made me feel like the styles just worked, you know, so I, I just want to put a special shout out there because it was a really good back and forth, and I just don't like the whole make, you know, they're going to break up the Miz and Morrison thing. Like, I try not to, that's out of my mind and makes me very upset, but the match itself, I thought that they did a really good job with it, so I just wanted to make sure that that didn't get lost in the shuffle because I think those guys, they are going to get lost in the shuffle based on where they're going to be, tra- you know, trajectory-wise in a couple of months, so I just, I think they're putting good stuff together, um, but I don't know how we're going to get any better after that. Which scares me because I think both men have a lot of things to offer, but like we talked about, there's a ceiling. I think
0: I think Priest is the long-term U.S. champion, the guy to beat Sheamus in the long term, but I don't think that's soon. But yeah, I do think in the short term, like they gotta be careful because they've done a good job with Priest so far on the main roster. You don't want to lose that momentum, and then also like Miz is gonna be fine like you said, because he's the Miz, like he could literally like, they could treat him the worst and he'd still be one of the best things on the show, but if they do break Morrison away from Miz, I also am concerned because you ever seen a Morrison by himself? Not for me.
1: So It's true. I mean, Johnny Drip Drip is great and all, he's got the shades and like the things in his hair. But he's only
0: Johnny Drip Drip because he's with the
1: Miz. Right. They're
0: a perfect duo. Yeah. Like it's, I understand, like I I get it and I get why they might do it, especially because if Miz takes time off or whatever, you want to kind of have Morrison, but it's just, it's a little concerning, so I'm with you there, and I'm, I am glad you brought that up because I kind of slipped my mind.
1: Other than that, I'm all set. I, I got nothing. <laughs> get him off my TV, get him off my TV, get him off my TV. Where do we start? Do You want to start with a coin flip? Because that was fun. <laughs> That's a great way to start the fucking show.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, God. obviously, our boy, I
1: our boy Danny Grinwood, I just got to say this real quickly, texted us saying, Oh, good. They started off with the best way they could, with Adam Pierce on our television, to, to to gaslight me. So first off, Danny, not funny. Secondly, you know what it felt like to me when they did the, the the coin toss. It literally made me feel like this. I'm putting 25 cents into a machine that just jiggles, like that's what it felt like. It just like I'm inserting a coin and now I'm watching Monday Night Raw. Like that's exactly what it was. It made absolutely. Why does a coin flip matter? Why? It doesn't matter. It none, none of it matters. The whole thing was bizarre. And I just I was looking at it going, I've this isn't football. This isn't like you get to kick that way. I get to go kick that way. It then like I get why they did it. They could have done rocks, paper, scissors. Who cares? First off, yeah, the, the segments were horrible, and Adam Pierce was
0: not even close to the worst thing in it. Everything else is the worst thing in it. This I hate. I hate, this is when I get pissed off at WWE. Like. WWE doesn't besides Roman Reigns, and I think it's because he has a lot of say his own thing, they're so bad at booking champions. It's just like it is mind-boggling how they just Bobby Lashley has been so good, and now that one that's just they're just they've made this so bad. This feud has been bad, and there's nothing I hate more. It's like, okay, you're doing a triple threat. Great. But it's like, so you're gonna give me Lashley versus Strowman this week with no stakes, and then next week. You're going to give me Lashley versus McIntyre with no stakes. like you can't like this is what drives me nuts with them is they give away these big matches with no fucking meaning just to fill time. This is why your show has so many issues, because you know what should have been the main event this week? Probably AJ almost versus the new day because that was the match with the most meaning. And it probably would have been a lot better if it was in the main event spot and they built towards it next week. You put something else there. It's just, it's, it's so stupid where it's just like, well, these are our main event guys. So they're going to fight in meaningless matches in the main event. Every- no, that's not how you fucking book a show. I know it's three hours, but if you know what, give Braun Strowman, a fucking squash match earlier it would have had the same effect as this stupid shit. It's just like, and also this is the other thing that pisses me off is, Bobby is the heel champion, and I I think they have their champions fight too much anyways, besides Roman Reigns. So, again, they're doing a good job with. Why is your champion the one who has to fight his two top challengers in back-to-back weeks in grueling matches in the main event? Your champion should be the one protected. If anything, the other two bozos should be fighting each other. But that would be stupid. It's just like they don't know how to book feuds once they have the match set. They have no idea what they're doing unless they make a fucking bullshit six-man tag, or they just do this. It's just like, they, it's so bad. And it drives me up a fucking wall, because it makes it all shit. Because then we're going to get to the match of the pay-per-view. We're not going to care as much. If it's good, it saves us a little, but it's just like, this is not how you build good feuds. This is just fucking stupid. You're filling time. You're giving too much of it away. The whole point of having a big title fight is that, You're excited to see how they match up against each other. When you have them fucking fighting each other every fucking week in meaningless matches, we're seeing how their strategies go against each other. Like Bobby Lashley pulling out his best stuff in a meaningless match to try to beat Braun Strowman. Why is he giving that away? Why? It's nonsensical. It's stupid. It's a waste of our time. And it just, it lessens everything and gives everything less meaning. So it just, this stuff pisses me off more than anything Anything they could do, especially when you do it with your most important fucking title. Get a grip, WWE.
1: Did you did you have a large coffee today?
0: It's only a half con honestly I didn't expect to go on a rant like that. Like I knew I wanted to talk about it, but like I just I didn't realize how much that pisses me off. But it's just like this is something they do all the time. And this is a storyline where it's like, yeah, I said I'm kind of bored with Drew right now, but you know me. I love this Bobby Lashley. Braun Strowman is one of my favorites because he's fun. But, like, by doing this, it just devalues everything. It's frustrating, man. This is the WWE
1: Championship. You know what bothered me more? It was, like, this whole, like, uh, and it was transpiring in the main event, too, where they've had multiple segments throughout the night where they just had random interviews with – Charlie. Not Char- excuse me, not Charlie – Kayla – yeah. And they were talking, and none of it mattered. Not one thing that they said. MVP, as much as I love him, none of it mattered. All of it was, like, as we call it in the business, chuffa. It was all fluff. It didn't matter. Like, it just – it is what it is. And then they get to the main event where they've, like, teased the idea of Drew and uh, and uh, Lashley teaming up, and then, you know, he goes for the fist pound, and they go to break. And all I could think about was that's, that's where we're headed here is that you guys get a team up to beat up Braun, and it's just, like – I just I I can't like obviously that's going to be a throwaway line in the match itself. They're going to say oh they're teaming up and then oh no now they got to fight each other because Bronzo, da, da da da. I just I don't like that I don't like it one bit. I just think that it's yeah obviously he's a big dumb monster but here's the other thing too, he's the, like if you looked at him in that backstage backstage segment he's almost the same size as Drew McIntyre like Drew's deceiving. McIntyre is tall. tall. He's tall. He's freakishly tall. And, yeah. and Bobby's no slouch either. He's a big dude too. So it's like. There's no real advantage by teaming up like yeah, obviously he's a locomotive, but it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day either of these three guys are con- – an MVP said it like all these guys are threats, so the fact that they're teaming each other up like to me it makes absolutely no sense because they've they've painted they painted zero they've painted nobody as a babyface in this thing so there's no uh, there's nobody to cheer for like we've already i'm'm I'm, I'm fatigued for cheering for McIntyre. I will cheer for Braun by ipso facto. Like, that's what he is to me. Like, he's fun. He's just he's fun. fun. But it, He's just fun. He is. But the other thing is, is like they haven't made me want to cheer for him. It's no, just, because he's just they, the guy. they literally, they, he comes out of WrestleMania, this
0: giant baby face again, after they messed around with him for an entire year as a heel, and it was stupid. After the fucking brave, the swamp match, they didn't know what to do, and he was a bad guy again. And so you come out of that, this big win against big bad Shane Mac. And now he's back to having these heel tendencies again. It's just like, it's everything about this is so frustrating. And the only reason why I don't completely fast forward it is because I care about MVP and Bobby Lashley. I care about Braun Strowman. I care about the WWE title. But they are literally doing a disservice to everything, 100% of how they're treating this. And it just, it's so frustrating because something like this should not be bad. And it is. It shouldn't like it's so it's it's so naturally good that it's hard to make it fail. But they found a way. They fucking found a way.
1: Yeah, Frustrating. yeah. I mean, you know, I don't have high hopes. I really don't. I don't have high hopes for a lot of what we're gonna see at WrestleMania Backlash. But, Ugh. this it, everything leaves a sour taste in my mouth. Let's let's go on to things that leave sour tastes in my mouth. Here we go. Uh, AJ and Oma show up talking about how they haven't been booked for three weeks because they've been on vacation, even though everybody says, you know, creative had nothing for them. What? No, they got COVID. One of them got COVID. Okay. Well, COVID, whatever. Like, okay, that sucks. But like.
0: There was a big outbreak after mania. That's why anyone you haven't seen, safe to assume that someone they know or they got COVID.
1: Okay. Well, that's fine. I- I'll believe that more than what yeah. I heard. So we'll, 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 so we'll go with that. Right. That sucks. But uh, then it's just like, you haven't had been around for three weeks. You're talking about all this crap. Then they have a rerun match with the New Day, which again wasn't WrestleMania a
0: WrestleMania rematch, WrestleMania.
1: My head bursts. They've burst. been
0: slowly giving them to us.
1: My my head bursts every time I hear something something rematch. Like either there's two things. It's either WrestleMania rematch or a WrestleMania quality main event. I hate when I hear those things. It drives me up a wall. Like you would say earlier. I just it it makes no sense. <laughs> uh, like I I get. I get that we have to reestablish things. I understand that. I understand that. But what's the point of having a rematch to me when you can just show a video package that accomplishes the exact same thing?
0: Because what, they the got to fill three hours. I understand the match, that. They can have span two or three segments, whereas the video package will span two
1: or three minutes. And you know what? You know what? With those extra times that you have right there, with the extra six seconds, you could have another segment or another segment. You could put better segments. Oh, you, segments mean, oh, you know Town.
0: that the Ricochet Ali match that was on main event? Maybe you put that on Raw, because that'd probably be the best part of Raw. Probably. Remember those two fights. But it's just... No, so I, I agree with you. I will say this, though. Though, so instead of... I mean, who knows? Maybe these guys do fight again at WrestleMania Backlash. But it's like, if they got this out of the way now, because the rematch clause apparently is back now, even though they said it was gone. Like, everybody gets a rematch now. If they just did this now so we can move on to maybe, like, the Viking Raiders and AJ and Omus. Uh, maybe the, the, this is a, we just had to get through the shit. But I will say, like, on this segment, like, I didn't dislike the match. Again, I thought the match was fine. The segment before was just, I didn't think it was good with the promos. Like, it just, for guys that normally, like, the New Day segment's usually always good. Like, oh, this one was clunky. It just, it didn't, I don't know. It didn't, it wasn't good.
1: Somebody missed their cues. That was probably, and it was probably more on the Elmos and AJ Styles portion, because I think, like, the New Day usually, you know, hits them out of a park. So it's just, I... The New Day went on and on and on, talked in circles about the championship quality that they have and the mentality and all that stuff, which I I agree with. But it's something about a babyface gloating sometimes that I just or just expound upon like why they are who they are. We already know that. Like, don't 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 waste my time with that. And that's not on them. That's just the writing. It's just I can't do that. And then almost like I would rather. Here's the thing. Like, he, he actually proved to me that he could talk a little bit and like have like a decent comedy timing sense. Like, I'm okay with that. He did a good job. Um, I thought AJ kind of stepped on him a little bit. So I, I'm i hoping that obviously with more time, more chemistry, it'll be better. But I just, I am not enjoying this. Like I enjoyed all my, like I was made a believer at WrestleMania and I'm fine with it. But, and the match was fine, but. I didn't care because it was a rerun. Like I, I would, I want to see new people. I want to see new, even if it's tomato cans. Like if even if almost just beats up like makeshift, lo- yeah, or even local tag teams or whatever. Like just send in ever ever rise from NXT. Like I'll let them get squashed by almost. Like I, I don't care. Like just find teams that you just know that, that will just eat an L. You know, eat an L. That's fine, and that's fine. That's what we need. We need. We need. We need to pad the stats. We, we, we and, and everything across the board, we need to pad stats. I. It is amazing to me how we used to come on this program. And the, most, and the people give me shit on Twitter when I say jobber alert. When I say jobber alert, I'm excited for a jobber alert. I'm not saying all the time that, like, Shayna Baszler gets a jobber alert. Well, yeah, no, that's but the,
0: here's, here's the problem. Here's the problem with most of the jobber alerts they do. It's against your leg- legitimate talent. Right. Like, I wish more of the jobber alerts were like, remember when Leon Ruff was on every show and losing to everyone? Like, that, like, we don't have, like, the local talent, pretty much, is what, what you're saying. Well, we can't do but it right all now the job now. alerts are like, your legitimate champion is getting beat. You're, this legitimate person loses in two, it's just like, that's the problem. And that, I mean, honestly, that's why, like, I, they're never gonna do the records thing, like AEW, but the genius thing that AEW does is all, like, their people that are, like, fringe, like, dynamite people, they fight on Dark every week and win. So when they do have that eight match on AEW, like, say someone comes up to face Cody, it's like, oh. They're 9-1 in 2021. That's because they won all nine of their matches on Dark. So it's just like you see, it's like, okay, yeah, they're treating them legitimately. They got nine wins. It just It's enough just to make you think like they're legitimate. Whereas in WWE, you see it come off like, oh, Drew Gulak's in a match? Well, he's going to lose in two seconds because that's all he does. Whereas if they had kept records, maybe on main event, Drew Gulak's won six matches in a row, you know? But it's just, it's a device that AW actually, that is the one part of the records they use well. But WWE is no device like that, so it just it comes off as, like, I agree with you all the time. It's like, this person needs wins. Well, this person needs wins. Well, they're fighting each other. That means someone's going to lose. They put
1: themselves in a tough pickle. Mm, I do need a pickle. I love pickles. Do you love pickles? Pickles or cheeks, Bray? Are what? Not a pickle guy. You're not a pickle guy? Cheeks. Yeah. You're upsetting. I mean, how, how do you not like Pickles. They're disgusting. Why would I want to, like, like take a cucumber, get
0: it all soggy and disgusting, and put it in my
1: mouth? It's marinating. And do you like cucumbers? I do like cucumbers. So you're just— Pickles and cucumbers take not- taste nothing alike. I'm not Here, saying— so here's a,
0: here's a, No, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So pickle-flavored things, or if it's part of something, or, like, or a pickle relish, like, I don't mind that. I'll eat it. It's not my favorite. But it's just—it's probably the texture. I noticed that with a lot of foods is, like, the flavoring doesn't always bother me. It's, there's something about the texture of the pickle when I like chew it. I don't, I don't like it. It's just like, I don't like chewing tomatoes, so I don't eat tomatoes, but I love tomato flavored things. that makes sense? I just like tomatoes. Like, I guess the texture's weird and they like, I think it's because they're both soggy. Tomatoes and pickles, like they're both, they can get that soggy thing a little bit. If you don't get them right away or if you put them in a sandwich, they kind of soggy up the bun.
1: I think that's why I don't like them. But what do you, how do you feel about, here's the question. How do you feel about fried pickles at bars?
0: Uh, so I'll eat them. Again, they're not my favorite because, like, fried, any, you can fry anything, like, you'll the first couple bites, but so when I've had fried pickles, like, I'll eat, like, three or four, and I'll be fine, but by, like, the fifth one, I'm like, oh, I don't want this anymore, so.
1: You're missing out. Pickles are delicious. I'm a pickle connoisseur. I'm not missing out. I know exactly what I'm missing, and I'm okay with it. No, no, no. You know, you haven't had a good pickle.
0: I've had, I've had every type of pickle. Believe me, my entire family loves pickles. There used to be, like, six pickle jars of different pickles in there
1: i just not a pickle guy. Who are you? Then, honestly, if your whole family loves you, maybe you're just not i I'm motherfucking
0: really... JC! I don't need no explanation. I don't need no entrance. I don't need no hype man. I am the hype.
1: He doesn't need no entrance because he's a jobber. Speaking of things that—
0: Speaking of not getting entrances, <laughs> yeah, I knew where you were going. Lucha House Losers versus Cedric and Shelfy. You know what? Honestly, you show me this match, I'm like, oh, this will be a good wrestling match. But they didn't get entrances because they're assholes. You know, three-hour show. Don't have enough time for the entrances. Fuck you. Fuck off with that bullshit. Um, but, yeah, of course, the Lucha House losers win because we've been, we have been—we knew this breakup was coming, how they were teasing it when they were still in the Hurt business, but they just wanted them to job to the Viking Raiders a few times first to kind of, like, put those guys over, which, whatever, I get it. But, uh, look, it's one of those things where it's, like, I knew it was coming, and I knew it had to be done because these two aren't going to be a long term. And I actually, like, I thought Cedric and Shelby executed – This The start of the breakup, well, I thought Cedric's promo was passionate. I thought what he said, like, was legitimate. Shelton's response backstage was legitimate. I just, like, what's going to happen when these two break up WrestleMania. After they have their match on probably a random raw, what's going to happen to these two guys? Are they going to be on my TV besides random jobbing matches? I don't know. That's what's frustrating about it, because both of these guys are fucking studs. Fucking studs. There's a reason why Shelton Benjamin always comes back because he's one of the best, and they realize once he's gone, like, shit, man, I wish we had Shelton. And Cedric, like, this guy has taken strides in the past year as, like, a performer. He's taken to the next level with his promos. Like, who knows? Maybe he gets a legitimate pro uh, push, but do we think he is in WWE the way they do these things after this happens? No. And that's why it's in the heat, because that fucking sucks.
1: I just wanted to point out, uh, you basically I, I agree with you in everything that you just said, but there's something that I, you and I probably will agree on because of your love for the hurt business in particular, these two guys in general. So here's what I here's what I don't believe about the promo. So he gets Cedric gets the the first part of the promo and says, like, you know what? They didn't even watch you in the hurt business, they wanted me. And it was just like, huh? And then that was like the first part where I was just like, What what? Like, it, well, so I, I
0: think what the they were alluding part to was is worse, though. they were trying to recruit Cedric, I think, earlier when he was feuding with Lashley, and he kept turning them down, sure, but sure. then Shelton joined the mix during that time, Right. so maybe that's what he was so, alluding to, but it's like then Shelton had the line where he's like, I'm the reason you're in the hook business.
1: Right, so that was the part that, that made me. So it was like a yeah. twofer. It was a it was a two for one deal where I just watched it when it was a
0: little inconsistent. I, it, I it,
1: no, not a little. It was all it was. So here's the other thing too that everybody forgets is that when Cedric was in the the first part of the Hurt business, you and I were on this program talking about it. Was Shelton kept going? I'm watching you. I don't trust you. Yeah. I don't trust you. But then in the promo here, he was just like, I saw something yeah. in him, and then just like, what? What are we talking about? Like, why? Why? Like, my head was literally going to explode where it was just like, I'm in. Like, if we got to break them up, hopefully we have something going on with these guys. Like, maybe a mid-feud, mid like, somewhere in the, you know, mid-card feud I'll be okay with. But when they Their do match
0: Their match is probably going to be a banner if at that given time, yeah. I hope
1: they do. It's one of these Raws,
0: like, with these little feuds you have. Like, when you give me the payoff, give me a three-segger Cedric Shelton classic. Or hell, make them a the fucking pre-show match on a pay-per-view. Like, I don't care. Like I deserve it. that'd be something I'd actually want to tune in for and they get like twenty minutes, but I'm just worried that it's good uh, I don't know. It's, it's just bad. we've seen it's them handle this stuff all the time. They don't know how to do it well because like, okay, well that's done with we're done, and then they go away and then it's like Vince puts them back in the toy box and then you know he doesn't pull them out until he needs someone for Braun to smash or fucking Drew to take a shit on or something. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I'm gonna send you to Claymore Country. Every time he says that, I don't believe a word out of his mouth. It's just like, I'm going to sell T-shirts. Doesn't make any sense to me. Speaking of another team that was uh, already in the ring, the tag team champions of the women's division were already in the ring as we came from commercial break, and Ray Ray had a conniption because he wanted Lana and Naomi to win, and that was a whole thing. But thank God we had a jobber alert on that one because that was rough too wasn't a Jabber Alert. I don't know. I gotta write it down. Let me see. It was
0: very. It was very close. It was. If it wasn't, I fast-forwarded. I'll be honest because I didn't care to watch it, but uh, it didn't take me long to fast-forward it. So my guessing it was three minutes or less, and it was pretty much Lana getting squish, oh squash, squashed, squashed.
1: you know I appreciate Adnan trying to give the backstory of people because I get it. Like he's trying to sound credible, but when he, he's talking, he's talking about Lana being a ballerina and 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 Gorbachev and all this other stuff. Like. Or Chikovny. I'm sorry. The, I'm going to butcher it, but like uh, he said that stuff, and it just it took me out of it completely. It's you like, think he came up with that? on his own? No, 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 no. But by it, some fucking dork no, writer. No, but somebody somebody said something to him, and I went, "How is that relevant to getting your ass kicked? Like how? Like how? Draw a parallel. Like, he knows
0: how to spin out of damage."
1: You know what? Listen, I, I look. I'll. I'll this, this, this is a new. This is a new uh, nestle that you can talk. I love being a nugget nestle. I love. I love little facts. But when you sit here and tell me that it's going to be a ballerina, like I just went, come on, come on. Like what? What are you? What are you doing to me? Right? She's like right you. Right on her feet. Yeah. Good. Great. Wonderful. But you know how that helps in wrestling? Zero. Zero. <laughs>
0: help a little bit with like what you gonna do What's she gonna do she's elusive and evasive she's evasive which she, clearly she has show
1: me show about. me how show me how evasive I, she yeah, has so been I, yeah, don't even I am, don't even with I, me jc don't
0: i don't disagree with you i'm just saying hey, i hey, understand hey. they're trying to sell lana as a legit competitor by which doing you know it's fucking ridiculous she's lana but their job is to make you think it so maybe like some of the uneducated or less informed audience is like oh lana yeah hell yeah Whereas, like, oh, we like Lana, but we know what Lana is. Hey, hey. She's a
1: fucking traffic cone. <laughs> JC, JC, it's not ballet, all right? This isn't ballet. I
0: try to just tell like, you that all the time, and you get mad at me. It's so. not ballet,
1: folks. It's not ballet. I just want to throw that out there when they talked about ballet well, you know on WrestleMania.
0: I think we should move on with this because I don't want to talk about it anymore. But uh, how do you feel about getting a rose shoved up your ass? Well, you know, I mean, he said that he was going to do it. And he, then did. he did. He followed through. Garza's a man of his word. He's Garza, honest, honest angel.
1: Yeah, honest angel. He's he's not, <laughs> give him give him a top hat and get yeah. He'll be honest angel. That doesn't make any sense. Now I want to see a photoshopped angel Garza with uh, Lincoln's hat, but that's uh, beside the point. So Gulak does his best about smelling like a rose and not being a ladies' man. And all I could think about was, you can barely get on TV, guy. Like at least Angel Garza is a good-looking dude, right? So I get that, but the, like. Again, hair thin logic, absolute hair thin logic for me. I and then the like at least at least at least as we said he said he was gonna do it and he did it. I didn't expect the kick afterwards. That that made it at least a little bit more like less Vince McMahony when he was just like because if you just shove a rose up somebody's butt, it's whatever, it's weird and and like prickly. But at least with the kick, I thought to myself, that's dangerous. That could hurt somebody. It could be a thorn in his side. But that's all I've got for rose puns. It was not a good segment. <laughs> Gulak dropped over there, too, uh, by the way. What do
0: roses grow out of Nestlemania? Shit. And that's what this was. Um, what I a segment. I have a question for you before I bring up my next heat. Uh, is your hope about Alexa Bliss?
1: Kind of. Okay, then maybe I'll save this. You know what? Go for it. I'll come up with something else. Um,
0: I. This pains me to say it. It really pains me to say it because you know how I feel about her being one of my favorite on-screen characters. This Alexa Bliss shit has left the dolphin. I think the doll is fucking stupid. I'm out on it. I never want to see it again, and I am completely bored by everything it is because I don't – it's just like it's the same thing every week, and the doll looks stupid, and I, it hurts me to say this, like I said, but I am out. Well, that's upsetting. I know it's upsetting for me too because you know, I'm like, if you've listened to the show, for how many episodes you do, you know, Alexa Bliss is one of my favorite on-screen characters. But I think this sucks, and maybe you can try to convince me. But I don't. I'm just like so incredibly bored of it, and the doll is fucking stupid. I'm mean, I can't I, say that.
1: Enough. I, I so I was gonna say this for my hope, but you know what? I, whatever. I'll come up with another one because I'm a genius. But anyway, uh, so Lily is basically this huge, like, she's a bigger doll than normal. I just I was enthralled by the actual promo because she was like did you like what we did tonight? And I was like "Oh, now I gotta go back and look. So whatever. And so if you looked very closely, she said we saw somebody we liked. Somebody we wanted to talk to. Somebody in red. And all I could think about was, was it Charlotte? No, maybe it is. But then I saw it, uh, somebody had a screen cap of it. If you look in the background of a particular promo popping out from behind the crates is Lily. So Lily was in the background of an Adam Pierce and Sonia Deville, who was wearing a red suit. So I'm intrigued by this because all I could think about was I think that two things could happen here. You can take your choose your own adventures, JC says. Okay. You could either have Alexa Bliss terrify and hold hostage, Sonia Deville, with you know, scare the shit out of so- Sonia Deville to make Sonya because we 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 have seen Sonya Deville like kind of crumble with certain people. Charlotte?
0: She's a badass though.
1: I don't know. Okay, okay. Pump okay. the brakes, bubba. Okay. Uh So you could have her terrorize you know Deville and then kind of like, then she can kind of manipulate Deville and put her maybe into a trance and then you know do her bidding. Because literally, here's the thing: Lily's a puppet, but isn't in some way Charlotte's puppet? Sonia Deville, so maybe Sonia Deville could be exactly. Mark Henry would want more puppets. So besides that, that could happen. Or what I think this is my bigger hope. Somehow, some way, Sonia Deville gets very upset with the uh, getting toyed with by a doll and Alexa Bliss. That finally we get Sonia Deville back in the ring where she belongs, and I think she takes on Alexa Bliss and still loses. But maybe we get a you know Sonia back in the, the squared circle again because. Obviously, she's doing a fine job with this little side gimmick she's doing. But honestly, her in the ring, I was a big fan of Daddy Deville. She had a lot of steam right before that whole thing went down, and I was a big fan of her. So I want to. We thought that she could replace a big hole in the women's division. So honestly, she gave you Becky Lynch vibes.
0: You had like a, a like a Becky Lynch vibe the sure. way that she was going.
1: Sure. So I, I I'm all for it. I think either having her terrorized and then you know becoming part of the, like the the puppet or. Having her come back into wrestling would be really great, and so that was kind of my hope. Was if she if she's going to toy with it, let's toy with it, right? Let's do it. So I I'm I'm all for it. I'm ready and excited for it because I think it's uh it's not that bad. I think again, as you've talked about on this program, you got to give it time. You never know.
0: Do you want to just call out your hope and be in the hope?
1: I just don't know if I skipped anything else, but we can go into hope. That's I fine. I mean, we
0: skipped the six-man tag, or six-person tag, which you don't care Outta about. Out of here. We skipped Tamina, which nobody cares about hey, for you. Hey, Stamina. Azeez Big Azeez win for the Ronan, team. We skipped Match, blah, blah, blah. We skipped the longest fucking segment ever in the fucking promo segment with Charlotte and all that. Like, that thing was way too up. Who cares about that shit? You just gave a good hope, Neslamania. I like it. Because, see, that's that's what I was missing with the Alexa Bliss thing. I'm just like, what am I missing here that's, like, why do I care? And you gave me a little nugget there with her in the background, so that's nugget good. Nugget up. I still hate the fucking doll. I... Get the fucking doll out of here. Out of, out in the doll, but that was a good job by you.
1: I am a nugget. You don't
0: are. So it. I'm going to go to my hope now, and my hope was going to be about RK-Bro, but I've already talked about it, so my hope now is going to be about Adam Pierce. I don't want Adam Pierce to go anytime soon because, like Vince McMahon, I think he looks official, and I like him in the role. I'm, I'm being dead serious, by the way. Like, 100%. Nestle's trying to get me to react, but I actually do like Adam Pierce as an on-screen authority figure. They're clearly building towards something with him and Sonya, and I don't want them to just blow their load right away. I want this to be a nice, slow-burn story. We haven't had a good, legitimate authority storyline in a while, and this one's refreshing. Know why this one's refreshing, WrestleMania? Because it's not a fucking McMahon for once. Maybe Shane has a little bit of play or somebody down the line, but right now it's between Adam Pierce. And Sonya Deville, I kind of like them working off of each other. I kind of like their struggle. I like Sonya's connections to Charlotte, to Reigns. You mentioned a little thread here with Bliss. I like that they're involved in everything. So I think this is just one of those, like, higher. you know when you're watching a show and there's clearly like a bigger story that's not going to pay off anytime soon, that's what I want here. Just give us little threads every week, little weavings, little this, little that. Because these two guys, they never... take away from a segment for me like a mcmahon always would they're always like part of it and part of the scenery and they play enough of a role to help a device so to speak to move things forward so my hope is that they continue to make this nice slow barn here with adam pierce and sony deville because i like it and i like i said like i i i your vitriol towards adam pierce is probably just because he's named adam and you're jealous that he shares a name with you i honestly have no idea because I think he actually does a very good job in 98% of the times he's on TV ah, and ah, I ah, want to see
1: 100. it continue not 100 100 there's a hope there not not nothing's 100 bre alright well don't call me Bret. i don't know what Brett is Brit? bre it sounds Kobe like
0: said it on Raw! it sounds Brick's like you fucking detector, it's, it sounds shit. like you're cutting hey, out Nestle- that's Mania. what brat hey, brat, brat what hey detective brought what you ever heard of google google it and it's then you real know, word Brick. until
1: it enters it the is, dictionary Brick. it's not a real world.
0: No. Brent, oh my God, who are you? What are you, 90 years old? The dictionaries don't even exist anymore.
1: That's not true. That's not true Big at all. Baked news,
0: sad if, you're sad, if the dictionary didn't matter, if the dictionary JC didn't make these hopes come true, hashtag dictionaries aren't for bitches, hashtag Nestle doesn't know, hashtag
1: Adam Pierce for president. Hashtag you're an idiot because honestly, if a dictionary didn't matter, why do they keep adding words to the dictionary? That has to be way too long. What?
0: Hashtag, you're not good at hashtags.
1: Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. Three hashtags.
0: <laughs> hashtag, motherfuckers. It's time to go to the... Don't call it a comeback. Da, 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 da. That's her old theme song. Eva Marie is back, baby. The evolution is upon us. That vignette was super hot fire. You know, I didn't really bring this up, but in all serious, like one of the reasons why I've always loved Eva Marie is that she brings something to the table that most people, like, you just can't do. And that is that she's so fucking hated by live crowds. And I cannot wait to the first time she's in front of a a live crowd and the boos just rain down. There's nothing like watching wrestling. And you have someone out there just getting booed. It's why I loved King Corbin. It's why, like, all these things, it's like, it's why, like, the John Cena, when he had the back and forth, the Roman Reigns, like, those type of things, like, it's why it's good. Because people getting booed is the best part of wrestling. And Eva Marie has a fucking gift. It is like, it's like an anti-gift. Because people hate her so much because they don't think she's talented. That it's made her one of the most talented people in wrestling. And what you need to be talented in that. And that is getting a fucking reaction. So I'm so happy to have Eva Marie back. Hashtag all red, everything, purple, pink. I don't give a fuck. All those colors are great. She's great. It's good to have the evolution back in our lives. Monday Night Raw. The red brand needed something,
1: and Eva Marie is it. So I'm I'm at a crossroads because I want to ask you a question. Yes. I know you said that she doesn't. I mean, we we agree that the booze are a big deal, probably the biggest deal. I get that, hundred <laughs> percent. But I, and I, I'm I'm asking you like not to get you as a gotcha moment, but like little like legitimately, I want to know how the wheels turn in JC's mm-hmm. mind, right? Yes. So you you said in our thread. Eva Marie was Mandy Rose before Mandy, right? Essentially? Yep. Okay. Yes. Just
0: as, uh, the, So the reason why I say that is it's kind of like that polarizing figure that kind of like, because Mandy created like the shine, like created that on the show, whereas Eva was kind of like that for me, for someone that I could react to like so strongly because I knew you had such a vitriol against them. And I actually legitimately like what they brought to the table, but it just creates a dynamic for this show. And that's why I said that comment is just like, Eva Marie is someone is polarizing. Sure. Absolutely polarizing, especially because of your views on that. So it was that before Mandy. is like the, the types of the always in the shine, those type of things that I do, I was doing for Eva before Mandy was a thing. And then obviously like as Eva kind of fizzled out and disappeared, like Mandy stepped in and it was so easy for her to take the mantle because her talent is unbound.
1: Okay. So here's my question. Yes. So, we we can agree, I think at the, at the very minimum, she has she has traits, but in terms of the physicality of wrestling, Eva Marie is very lackadaisical in that aspect, right? Oh yeah,
0: okay. And that's why that's why she's what she is, though. That you know what I mean? Like that's why it's just like like Lana's kind of like that too, but Lana isn't Eva Marie. Eva Marie just is a whole nother level. Like Eva Marie was the perfect encapsulation of fucking virgin wrestling fans hating non wrestlers. And that was Eva Marie because most of like the athletes come in and they have some redeemable qualities in terms of in ring and stuff. Eva Marie had zero redeemable qualities in the ring, pretty much zero. And it's not for lack of trying; like she worked her ass off. We saw the training videos. She got better at some things, but even when she got better, like there was no one that she was better than, if you know what I mean, in terms of in ring. And so she is just that perfect representation. And you know me; like I love when the fucking. Smarks get their fucking panties in a bunch and throw temper tantrums and fucking cry and Eva Marie got that reaction from those types of fans more than anyone So obviously she quickly became one of my favorites because that's what wrestling is about man Bringing out emotion and feelings and whether it's hatred happiness exuberance disappointment like those type of things Like That's what wrestling is about. It's a roller coaster of emotions And, man, does Eva Marie pull out all different types of emotions from everyone. And that's why, for me, like, having her back is exciting. Is she going to have five-star matches? Hell no. Is she going to have two-star matches? Probably not. But that's not why she's here. Who knows? Maybe she's improved a little. I was actually talking to one of my buddies the other day. Like, like, oh, you know, wouldn't it be crazy if she came back and she was actually good? I'm like, yeah, it would be crazy because that's not going to happen. It would be funny, but it's not going to happen. We know what Eva is. I'm sure maybe she has made some improvements. I mean, she had to have. Okay. But no matter what, I'm excited, man.
1: Okay. So it's here's exciting. Here's something I want to ask you. If you say if you say Mandy and uh, uh, and and Eva are of the same elk, then not not necessarily. You're you're agreeing with me that their skill level no, is no, very 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 see, low. No, no.
0: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mandy, in terms of like physical ability and all that, like Mandy is not the same. I just mean in the terms of the way I can react to her.
1: Okay, you specifically. It's all, the
0: the the comparison is all about me. That's nothing to do with them because, like, Mandy would fucking run circles around Eva. If you if you had never seen wrestling before and watched those two wrestle, you would think fucking Mandy Rose was HBK and fucking uh, Eva even Marie, Marie was John Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eva Marie <laughs> was Eva Marie. It's perfect. Like, yeah. so it's like it's not it's not a fair comparison. The only reason why I link them is because of the way that like. For me, well, you're
1: thinking with your it's penis. We get it. Me. We get it. We get it.
0: No, it's not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not
1: though. Hello, uh, I'm not though. Hold on. Hold on. Hold that's on. So hey. that's
0: you say you know my type so well, and you know, like, a Mandy type isn't actually my
1: type. So, I, I'm just, I'm just asking for suggestions here. Uh, At any point, have you been attracted to either of these women? Have you? No, I'm. I'm not answering that question. I'm asking you that question. Yeah, and neither am I. If you don't have to answer, it, I don't have to answer. It. I'm. I'm. But I'm opposing the question to you because you. You're a honk for both of you. And
0: I am re-opposing the question to you, and I'll answer it once you answer. Neither of them. Have you ever them. been attracted to? Him? Neither of yes, them. Yes, you have. No, I've not. Don't fucking
1: lie. No. You are a liar. Nope. You are a liar. Nope. I can tell by on your face. Nope. I can tell you right now. There are certain that I am. These two no.
0: Are you attracted to Randy Orton? Sexually? Just, are you, do you think he's an attractive man? Absolutely. I do, too.
1: It doesn't affect the way I feel I feel. I just them. don't find them attractive, either of them. You're insane, and you're lying. But that's okay. It's okay to be a liar. No, I, listen, I, like I told you, I, I listen, I, I say this all the time to everybody that's just like, oh my god, you don't find so-and-so attractive? No, I don't. But here's the thing, boys. If we all went out, and we all went after the same person, then we'd all be not friends anymore. So you know what? Just be thankful that yeah, I have different tastes. That's true. Sharing is caring. You want to share somebody? That's weird. No!
0: No, no, no. Just take turns. No, th- what? God, no matter how I say this, it's not come up. It mean like, listen, listen.
1: You know, we should just cut this whole. It's, all, thing it's up. one of those
0: things. It's not so many yet. You get an appetizer. There's five things on the plate. Are you going to eat all five? No. If there's five of us,
1: we each get one. Listen, you know? listen. It's if you, you call, uh, if, if you uh, listen, if you order a sampler, you get the sampler. You sample everything. You don't just do. Well, oh yes, but I'm just saying. Say you no.
0: Know, you get an appetizer. and It has fucking five quesadillas. There's fucking two of us. We each get two and a half. It's called sharing. That's Same not sharing thing.
1: if it's people That is sharing. Listen. Listen, this went down a hard, hard path. We Yeah,
0: and it's all I'm just here trying to celebrate the return of Eva Marie and you're trying to talk about fucking appetizer samplers. No, all sampler I was asking
1: things. was if you were attracted to them, you wouldn't answer the question. Human being. Listen, listen.
0: Despicable.
1: Listen, you can share who you want, you can do whatever you want with whoever. But the fact is, you don't say what I asked. I asked you specifically, Josh. What, what do you, what who do you, are you attracted to them? It's Josh, who is Josh? JC, is Josh Matthews back. Oh,
0: okay. No, <laughs> your boy, I know you love Josh Matthews.
1: I do love me some Josh Matthews. <laughs> He's gone from impact, I think, or probably not it doing really that, that much. Shit. I don't know. I'd have to ask Dom, honestly. <laughs> This got out of hand very quickly. I don't like Eva Marie, obviously. I'm I'm in the uh, the category of she's terrible in the ring. Because you're a little fucking like Penny and his bunch smart It's okay. Listen. I
0: don't like people who know he's wrestling. She can't wrestle. I don't like him.
1: You sound like Cartman every time you make that. Ma'am. Cheesy poofs. Yeah. Ma'am. Yeah. Anyway, we are way behind. Um... So I, I disagree with you, Eva Marie. If she's if she's a manager, if she's doing other things, if she's just like a savant of some sort, that's fine. Raw
0: Women's Champion
1: in the ring next week. Nuclear, do nuclear. It. nuclear. It'd be nuclear. Raw in-
0: Women's Champion. Exactly. It's that's what I want. I want nuclear.
1: Make me fucking
0: feel something.
1: Make me feel not, something. you The thing is, is you can't do that until you have fans, though, because fans. Like that's the other thing too. Well, I know 100%, you can't do. You're not wearing the title next she's, week. She's 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 irrelevant to you in the recipe that you want without fans. She's irrelevant. What if
0: WrestleMania? What if we get to a point where, like, say Rhea Ripley's been this dominant champion,
1: first show in front of a
0: crowd, they give her Eva Marie because they're like, "Oh, this is gonna be Ripley, a big moment for her just to celebrate." And fucking Eva Marie pins Rhea Ripley in front of a crowd. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine how fucking amazing that would be? Oh, that's why I watch wrestling for moments like that. I'll
1: give you. I'll give you where a nestle. Like, I'll give you a nestle. Make real- fucking care. Here's a realistic nestle hope she could win Money in the Bank because that's all she's good for.
0: That would be fucking funny because, you know, honestly, she could carry that thing around all year and wouldn't have to wrestle. That's the best use of her.
1: Absolutely. Perfect.
0: I love it. And then she could cash in at WrestleMania on
1: Charlotte. I'm a booking genius. Anyway, let's get into something else for my comeback this week. I'm giving my comeback to Mansoor, or Mansoor, depending on how you'd say it. I was very excited to see him. I thought that he has a a very big upside in his 64 wins that he had, uh, clearly that nobody has seen. He did a lot on NXT uh, clearly he's big in Saudi Arabia and all the other things that he's been doing. Like he, He's he's, he been like the international kind of star that they put him in, in that category. I mean, he's a good-looking guy. He can talk. He can he can wrestle. So I, I was very excited to see him. Sheamus is really the story here, though. I should have given my comeback to Sheamus because Sheamus elevated two guys that nobody's either heard of or just doesn't really care for and now made them relevant because the U.S. title is like the title that you can go after and maybe get a shot, even though if you didn't ask for it kind of thing. So – I'm excited for for, for Shimmy obviously, but I'm you know excited for Sheamus, and I'm excited for Monstar too, because like, it's a it's a good introduction for everybody, and I'm very excited to see where it goes for 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 Monstar. But I I think that this is like, this is the gateway, this is the open door that we need for like new talent to come in and cycle in and out, because. It's not an open challenge for the title, but it's an open challenge. I'm all for it. These segments to me have been so much better than I thought. Like, I had no expectation, 100%. zero expectation for it. And the fact that he's not taking one but two people with him on the rocket ship speaks volumes to the whole situation. So I, I have to say, all three people involved, clearly it was a schmaz at the end. We still don't have a shimmy match. We Mansoor didn't get his real match, so it's just—I'm I'm all in. I'm all in on it, and I think it's great. And uh, in three hours of crap, this one I think is— one of the shining diamonds on three hours this the way they have done sheamus since wrestlemania is the antithesis of the wwe title picture they built
0: shimmy as a contender and they haven't even fought yet they're saving it for when they fought that's what you do same thing with monsoor here they give you a little little taste little, little tiny taste but it's again it's another guy down the line i will say about monsoor like he didn't do he like popped up a little bit in NXT. we obviously saw him in all the saudi events like I don't think I've ever seen a bad monster match, so I'm curious to see him do more. I think this is the right move because it's like one of those things. It's like we know this guy is there; they're not using him. It's like, give him a shot. What do you got to lose? I'm I'm excited to see what he's got. You know?
1: Yeah, I'm mean, like I said, you're absolutely right. I just I don't know where they're going to head with it. I hope they keep the steam going because if they they made at they made they made a, a, a you know a comment of like oh he's signing. They made a segment for him, so I mean they've got to have something for him. I mean not a lot, but they got to have something. So. Adam
0: Pierce has good taste and talent. And on that note, we'll head to the big finish. Uh, raw next week, we're going to have fucking Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Nobody fucking cares. SmackDown is. Uh... Rollins versus Cesaro was the big match, but you also said uh, there's a theme to this week's show.
1: Yes, it's old school SmackDown with the big fist. Hopefully through the friggin' Titantron, and then we'll have the intro. Fist and ho- floor, baby. Ho- yeah, I hope it's the first intro from SmackDown. You know the da 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 like, da like, like, <ît yeah> da 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 <laughs> da awesome. da 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 I haven't had any coffee. I'm living off no sleep, but this is me. Uh, you good coffee now? No, I I have I've tr- my wife made me try coffee once. My boss tried to make me do coffee once because I was
0: gonna say yeah. I feel like you tried it and didn't like
1: it. Didn't man. like it. Not a guy. I like you're tea. not spo- you're not supposed to
0: like it. Like that's if you want to like coffee, you gotta get coffee like I do with like the caramel and fucking yummy shit. Because coffee by itself does not taste good, but that's not why you drink it.
1: I can't do it. I can't. Th- whatever you get with Nestle, regardless of its flaws, this is what you get. The you end. could put a little, you know, Nestle in there, a mocha madness. You know, that's uh,
0: the, the uh, my boy, the sure thing. He always got the mocha coffees, and they literally look like a fucking chocolate shake. You know, like, so maybe know. that's more your speech. It's Just pure chocolate. Anybody out chocolate there that has ecstasy. recommendations
1: for coffee for uh, for a young dad, please help me out because honestly, I'm with Charlie tea. Cold Foam. Yeah, well, I'm on a budget Shout too. Out Dunks. Yeah, I'm on a budget, so come on. It's like three bucks. Every dollar counts when you got two little ones. That's buddy. half
0: the price of Starbucks. Don't go to Starbucks if you're trying to. Do you to know save how much money.
1: diapers cost? You don't know how much diapers cost. You don't know how much wipes cost. Give me a break. I mean, I I wear diapers, so I do know how much Well, costs. that depends. But otherwise, we should get into the big finish. Uh, look, I'm excited for SmackDown. I think it's gonna be. If they go out of their way to make it look cool, great. If it's a half-ass attempt, obviously we're gonna shit on it. So I'm hoping that they realize that it's a big deal. They've done old-school Raw 45 times. It's been cool every single time they've done it. Especially when they did it from the Manhattan Center. I really enjoyed that. Um. I'm really looking forward to this. If the fist is there, that's great. If they don't do the fist or even acknowledge the fist, that's going to piss me off. Um, (laughs) It's just, I think it's good because it gives you a break. The one thing I will say is it gives you a break from what we're watching. It's like maybe you can have some cool stuff here and there, or you can remind people of how great SmackDown is. They're not going to get anything from The Rock. If they got something from The Rock, that'd be awesome, but they probably won't even acknowledge The Rock at that point. Um, but I'm excited for the fist. I'm excited for what they have. Maybe the lower thirds will look like the old school lower thirds. Somebody was joking that maybe they'll have the Attitude Era belts switched out for the night for the people. So Roman Reigns with the old school WWF title and stuff. But that's probably way too far. Um, but Too yeah. expensive. I mean too expensive. They have them.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm not. But like, they'd want to probably put Roman's plates on it. They, they don't it. have plates back then, Bubba. They ain't doing it. They ain't doing it. All right. Tell well. you that. That's, that they definitely won't do. They might fist you, but they ain't giving you new belts. You're not pulling your pants up, but you are getting fist. Uh, yeah, I, I mean it's one of those things. It's like whenever I see stuff like this, like find a way to make it elevate and give put a new spin on something. Like some of the guys there, if it's just like a bunch of like old fogies and shit, I don't care about that. But NXT Tuesday night, uh, we have two matches books. There might be more, but I only have two in down. You have a rerun for the woman NXT Women's Tag Team Championship: in Ember versus I like the way I love the way. Uh, versus the way you uh, couldn't tell thoughts.
1: I didn't know that that was the way song.
0: That's a, a song that it's has a, the, it's a of song. the way in
1: it. Oh, uh, by the way, you're yeah. missing the Falls Count Anywhere match between Leon. Ruff I said and I well,
0: I was getting there, but I asked you your opinion on the tag team title match.
1: I mean, Shotzi's winning. I I, I would never yeah. ever ever doubt Shotzi in a lifetime. I I, I love her, so I'm I'm all set.
0: I can't wait till they lose to the Robert Stone brand. Uh, but yeah, like you mentioned, the Falls Count Anywhere match between Isaiah Swerve Scott and Leon Ruff. These two have been pretty entertaining together for a few that I don't care about. They've made me at least make it interesting, and I think this match will probably be really good.
1: I like Swerve, so I'm in. Leon Ruff's entertaining. I like Ruff better than Swerve. I think I think I think Ruff has more personality. Swerve has a better upside. I agree with the upside. I, I, I'm i surprised
0: you say that Ruff has a better personality. I think, I mean, Ruff is a guy that I legitimately like like to root for because, I mean, he's just the underdog guy. But, I mean, I think Swerve's character has been pretty flushed out pretty well. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I would expect this to be a good match in NXT. They give them time. But Wednesday night, Neslam.
1: Hold on, a- hold yeah, on, I hold on. Guts. Hold on, you buried the lead. I you found out a new match. NXT? Yeah. Who cares? It's your, but it's your boys, kick? the Grizzled Young Vets. Who are they facing? Tommaso Champion Thatcher.
0: Oh, fucking those guys suck. I hope the Grizzled Young Vets fucking beat them, but they're probably going to lose because they fucking, like, ugh, Trampin' and Thatcher are so boring.
1: Boring. I don't care. Do you care about them? I'm just, uh, listen, you're burying the lead here. I'm just saying, you love the Grizzled Young Vets. I thought you'd I like I do. Them. They're going to have a great pre-match promo, and if they lose them, they get pissed off. All right, there you go. Move on. Uh, blood and guts on a
0: w um it isn't the like we thought last week we thought the match was going to be the entire show that is not true because we have other matches including a match that i'm not going to let you talk about because who cares Nox and kinston versus omega and nakazawa whatever and then we have a i believe it's a number one contender match between scu jurassic express the varsity blondes which apparently they get wins now and the acclaimed with the dude that i like that does like the rap intro uh I'm assuming SCU's is winning this, since they're the one feuding with the Young Bucks in the period.
1: That would be a, an astute observation. So, especially since if yeah. they lose, they're out. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. T- they said
0: if they lose, they're never going to be a tag team again. It's like so, whatever. Well, I guess you're going to win and then lose.
1: Right. So, so you're going to get to the Young Bucks and either win or lose. Who cares? But the the eliminated that's things, still, whatever. It's a. Oh, that's an eliminator. It I says know, an eliminator. I'm looking a- at the graphic. I'm excited
0: yeah. for the acclaimed entrance, and I'm excited for yeah. That's about it. Um, then we have um, Cody versus QT Marshall. Because QT Marshall's still a thing, and they're really going with this storyline.
1: I mean, you know how I feel. How would you
0: feel?
1: Well, if QT Marshall beats Cody, would you be surprised? Because I would be. I would laugh. I would absolutely laugh because there is no— You could have Cody Rhodes beat 500 people and then have QT Marshall beat Cody. It would not matter to me. QT Marshall— I I don't— You can't see this right now? You can't see this right now? QT Marshall is below my shoe. That's how I feel about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, no, I I that's the thing it's just for me it's like no you can do. I they were teasing, they've been obviously teasing the thing forever, but it was just like oh you thought just him and Goldust were going to fight cuz they were a tag team but they elevated it to co- I don't I don't understand like I know they broke up the Young Stables, but I don't even know who half the guys are if it's a way to introduce those guys, but it's just I don't know. QT Marshall it's a top sell. This this but,
1: this this I want to say very quickly. This is showing that Cody Rhodes not being in the world title picture basically shows where his ceiling is right now because it's just like what else are you going to do with him? Because there's not enough people well, to go against I Cody. Well, because
0: they don't want to have him take the TNT title off Darby Allens. This is what he has
1: they, to do. They, they, they literally handcuffed the guy. Like, you can't be world champion. You can't be TNT he champion. He already bought Shaq. So. I mean, did. you might as well wheel out anybody and everybody. Like, they're, literally, Cody Rhodes cannot make any of these guys relevant to me. It makes no sense. None whatsoever.
0: Like, no one can make QT Marshall relevant. But I think Cody did a – I honestly – because, like, I will say this. I think they did a great job with jade cargo i know she has like these promos right now like i'm bought into her as a competitor like i think i think i i'm buying in all the hype with her so i'm giving i'm giving him some credit for that but we have the blood and guts match in WrestleMania between the pinnacle and between the fucking jericho boys um what are your expectations for this match and who do you think is going to win
1: my expectations are well, you know. Jericho said there's no guts, so let's throw that out right away. Um, blood, obviously. What if will...
0: they gut someone?
1: No, what they're not they going gut to gut somebody. Like
0: Santana Ortiz or Sean Spears or something.
1: I I, I say this much. I, I watched their parlay that they talked about, which I wasn't a huge fan of because I felt like it went on a little too long for me, and I like I already. See the thing is for me is my my attention span is so short that like it was too forced a, a, I a, a, like oh I'm gonna grab the microphone I'm gonna say something and I gotta say something Swagger was like the only one that didn't say anything which was what Swagger don't need to talk because Swagger does this beating in the ring and I'm fine with it but all I cared about all I cared about was just what they were gonna sell me because they already have my money like I'm clearly gonna tune in to see this thing like I, I'm gonna but here's the here's the expectation here Pinnacle needs to win because otherwise they're just everybody else they're literally everybody else and if they don't win. You, you, like, the inner circle's been made for a year. They, they can lose this matchup, but does not matter, right? They're bulletproof. They're bulletproof. Hundred percent. Jericho's yep. bulletproof. Santana Ortiz yep. will always be considered a threat as a tag team. Swagger's a legit badass, and people just love Sammy Guevara. It doesn't matter. Like, they, they all, they, they all, they. No matter if they win or lose, it, it literally does not affect either of these, any of these five guys. The five on the other side, however, it impacts very greatly. I think if MJF yes. loses. It takes away his credibility. Sean Spears needs a desperate real win. The FTR has been touting how great they are. And Wardlow really doesn't have a lot of signature wins under his thing. I'm looking for Wardlow to have the match. Like, Wardlow is going to be the this pizza. Is, He's going to throw everybody around. He's going to be the guy like you know, Raquel was for the women's cage match. I'm like, we know MJF, we know the tag team, like the tag team's great. We know that Sean Spears is going to do something crazy because I'm sure Sean Spears is going to be like, this is my first time in a real matchup. That is, isn't Sorry, a real meaningful matchup is what I, Sean Spears hasn't gotten the opportunity. That's what I'm trying to say. Wardlow, really, this is like, he's the X factor because everybody else we've talked about, we've seen, we know. Wardlow is the guy that intrigues me the most because I think that he has that upside of potentially being a bust out Batista kind of guy. So... I think that that's where we're headed here. And I, I want to see the pinnacle win in dominant fashion or some trickery or somebody turns on somebody. I don't know what we're going to get. I'm interested in it. But I would love, after all of this, I would love to see somebody turn on the inner circle. I don't think it's going to happen. But I...
0: I, I don't would. either. But how... What would be the best story is if Sammy Guevara yes. is the one who turned. Yeah. And absolutely. if him
1: and MJ MJF it was
0: all a ploy. But yeah. I just... I don't know how that works moving forward based on how it's built. But I, the two things that you hit on, I agree with. Wardlow needs to look like a stud in this match. and I think he will. The other thing is MJF needs to be the finisher. He needs to be the one standing tall because he is the leader of the pinnacle. He needs to be like, like you said, he needs a win. When's the last time MJF got like, you feel like a big signature, like legitimate, like, you know, it's been, it's been a while for him. So I think he needs to pin Chris Jericho or however this match is going to end. I don't know if it's pins or whatever, but it needs to end with MJF standing over Chris Jericho. That is how you end it. However you get there, I think it's going to probably be awesome. We're probably going to come away being like, that was fucking amazing. I'm assuming it's going to be pre-taped, so I'm sure it'll be all the fixings. But I am looking forward to it, like you said, but the pinnacle needs to win.
1: All right. Well, that's exhausting. But uh, we'll be interested in seeing the outcome of that matchup. Uh, Anything else, or would you like to wrap up the show?
0: um give us five stars five flames on apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher anchor amazon youtube we appreciate it like comment whatever you can do on those platforms please do it we appreciate it it goes a long way for us jobberknocker.com is our website where we have a lot of great content all the time but specifically weekly we got nxt aew impact and new japan coverage the best coverage around from our guys you know what you should follow everyone on twitter it's listed in the comment section of this podcast so please give everyone a follow facebook instagram is Jobberknocker, and of course tpublic.com slash jobber knocker some super hot designs are available for your purchase um all sorts of customization and different products you can get um that stuff also goes a long way and hell get some cool merch out of it so do all that shiznit and uh we're going to head to next week, where we're probably going to talk about Eva Marie for five more hours because she's the greatest return in wrestling history.
1: And while he talks about that, I'm going to go vomit in a bucket. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for the Jobber Knocker. We'll be back next week with more Jobber Knocker.